You are listening to Women Who Launch and Lead, the podcast for women ready to change the world by women who are changing the world. Listen in each week on iTunes, Google, Spotify, Breaker, or Stitcher as we connect with women making it happen in life, business, and career. Relate to their struggles, learn their strategies, and celebrate their successes. Then show your love by subscribing and leaving a review. Now, here's your host, Dr. Sharita Weatherspoon. Hello, hello, hello. This is Dr. Sharita Weatherspoon here for another episode of Women Who Launch and Lead. And today we have with us Brittany Matamoros, who is the owner of BU Hair Studio and a natural hair expert. And we are excited to have her with us today to share about her entrepreneurial journey and within that journey, her sharing some of her own natural hair journey as well. So thank you for joining us, Brittany. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. It's good to be here. Awesome. So we always start off our conversations um, by me asking our guests um, to share with us who you are and how you're impacting the world. So I am Brittany. Um, I am a wife, I am a mother, I am a child of the Most High, and I'm a natural hair expert. I started off doing hair when I was very, very young, but I always felt that it was not a real job, so I ran from it. I felt that a real job was to be a doctor, a lawyer, a nurse. So I pursued you know, a nursing career, and it just didn't work out, so I came back to my first love, and I truly honed in on it, and I couldn't be happier. Hmm. That's really interesting. So what what was it about um uh, I'm using air quotes here doing hair that made you think it wasn't a real job? I didn't think it was a real job because a lot of hairstylists, barbers and the people in the beauty industry weren't really recognized, you know, for having a profession that really meant anything in the community. You know, you hear doctors, lawyers, they help people, they save lives, they go to school for a really long time, they have big paychecks, but it just wasn't that way in the hair industry. So I felt, I don't want to waste my time doing that. I'm not going to make any money. I'm not going to impact the community. So I'm not going to be really worth much. So I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. See, that's, I, that's really interesting. I want to stay here for a minute because I think... Um, a lot of women deal with the challenge of seeing the value of what they have to offer to others. Um, and either, either because they've gotten the message that whatever it is they want to do is not valuable or because they don't recognize their own power. Um, and I think, you know, the fact that you, you had those feelings, obviously it's some of that is, environment and you know community kind of messaging that we get especially when if you grew up hearing that like you got to go to college you got to go to college so considering any type of career that did not take you to college um likely made you feel like you might you might be less than or that work really isn't valuable um but i i love hearing that you know you came back to your first love so it was kind of this getting over or growing over what other people might think about what it is you were passionate about and then pursuing that. And that's really, really powerful. 
it definitely was one thing to realize that status, money, who people thought I should be definitely was not attached to my self-worth. And then truly understanding that being a hairstylist, I have freedom to say what I want. I have freedom to encourage how I want. When you're in the professional realm, there are rules. Mm -hmm. There are no rules in the hairstylist world. I can be exactly who I want to be comfortably. You can be who you want to be because there's no rules here. I can touch your heart. I can hug you. I can pretty much do every single thing that a professional could do, plus some. Mm. So it definitely was defining when, when that came to light. It was like, oh, mm-hmm. I think I want to be a hairstylist. <laughs> I think I enjoy being myself. I think I enjoy loving on people on my terms. Mm -hmm. that's so good so good so now you are how many years into this business so I started charging people let's start there I started charging people at 12 and I'm 31 now so I want to say that's 19 years if my math is correct so I've been in this industry about 19 years, but officially with a hair license since 2015. Okay. I have done more hair than I can even do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So started charging people at 12? At 12. I did uh, those big knot braids, those back in the day braids where you had the big knot in front of your forehead and they were extra large. I did those, and I was charging girls in my apartment complex uh, $20. Uh I did them. I did the mothers. And then it kind of grew because I got my first job at McDonald's. So I had my sister in the first window, and I was in the second window. And I kept her hair laid. So they would go from the first window to the second window, and then it became a whole side hustle. So I worked on the weekend, and then I was doing hair every day after school during the week. Mm -hmm. And it just never stopped. Wow. So, okay, so this, I'm, okay, I just, I'm kind of stuck on, like, you 12 years old, like, get, give me my money. (laughs) 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 That is powerful. And, and what that, because I know that, you know, your, your daughter sees you at work, right? And the power in her seeing you build your business and, you know, even knowing and hearing your story and recognizing that her mom, you know, is, is doing a thing and she's been doing a thing since she was a preteen and seeing the results of that is, uh, that is just so powerful. And just imagining how impactful that's going to be as she comes into her own and making choices about what she wants to do in her life so that is great (laughs) it really is just really showing her that you can do whatever you want to do just make sure that you're purposeful and intentional and you use wisdom in your decisions you can do absolutely anything Mm -hmm. so that's been great to actually kill her that you can you know be a business owner but then i also went back to school to get my uh business degree at will mu so just showing her both sides of the coin yes 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 so um, let's switch, switch gears for a moment. Um, you are a natural hair expert. So tell us a little bit about what that means and what you do. So what a natural hair expert means, 
is that I cater to your hair the way it comes out of your head without being altered by a relaxer. Nowadays, without being altered with the flat iron. And I really hone in on what God gave you. And it, most of my clients, they either have been natural for forever and they kind of hit a roadblock and they need help to restore their curls. Or I get clients who are so tired of the relaxer, but they're scared to see what their texture is underneath the relaxer. And then the last client I get is, girl, I be flat ironing my hair every two weeks. And I don't understand why my ends are straight and my roots are curly. So for me, we hone in on the curliness, the kinkiness, the coolness. And I really, truly pull out the beauty and embracing what you have. And I show you different ways to enhance what you have. So for the longest, I was afraid to only do natural hair. I thought that to be successful in this industry, I had to do Caucasian hair. That I would have to do the blowouts and the, the body curls and the color in order to make money on this side of the industry. Then I thought that I had to do weaves. That that would be something that would make me you know, stand out. Because everyone does weave. Everyone has their Brazilian hair down through their butt. <laughs> but um, over time, I just started to see that I wasn't interested in that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't interested in straight hair and relaxers and, and weaves. So I removed it from my menu. It took me a while to really say, I'm not doing it. This is what I'm going to do. Love it or hate it, this is it. And when I did that, the response from it, it just makes it all worth it. It really, really does. Even showing the little girls that, wow, your hair is beautiful. It's like two inches shrunk up but blown dry. It's like down your back. It's so magical. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So here I am, only doing natural hair, transforming lives, teaching our little girls that they are beautiful just the way they are, teaching them that having short hair doesn't mean you're not pretty. Having kinky hair doesn't mean you're not pretty. Even teaching women that, it just has, it's been so rewarding. It's just, I'm doing what I love and it just feels so good. It really does. Yeah. So um, I love the fact that you clearly see the value in what you're doing now because it is beyond just, you know, sending someone out of the salon with a nice do, right? (laughs) It's about, helping yes yes girls right but the women because one these women are mothering these girls right okay to accept who they are as they are and being able to see the beauty in themselves and increasing their confidence um because i know yeah, I'm I'm natural, and I you know just for full disclosure, Brittany is my hairstylist. <laughs> so when you want to know who does my twists, <laughs> it's her. Um, that you know, I when I first went natural, um, which was an, a number of years ago, um, I wasn't sure about it. I knew I was tired of the relaxer. I loved how my hair looked, but I was just tired of that and i knew like my scalp reacted a certain way with the chemicals in it and i needed to do something different and i just wasn't sure if i could rock my natural hair which really sounds as i say it it sounds so crazy it's your natural hair why wouldn't you be able to rock it (laughs) because that's 
what you were born with, like you were created, intentionally created with whatever it is you came into this world with. So if you can't rock anything else, you should be able to rock that. But it was a real dilemma, you know, and a challenge in, okay, once I, okay, I'm going to do this. And I did the big cut thing, right? The big chop. So like I went low, low, low. And coming out of that, um, it took me some time. Like I had to get used to seeing myself in a different way and, you know, really owning it. And like, you know, yeah, I wanted, even once I got to the point of, yeah, I'm, I can do this natural hair thing. I still wish, you know, like, how, well, is my hair like 3A, 3B? You know, like I'm not, I'm not 4B, 4C. <laughs> You know, there was still some of that in there. Like, I'm, I've accepted natural, but I don't want to be all the way on that end of the spectrum. I, you know, I want that curly, wavy thing. And it's just like, yeah, that ain't what you got. <laughs> yes. So let's let's talk about that kind of, okay, uh, like really owning owning the texture of your hair. I think that one is the hardest because people come in with pictures of women with big loose curls or women who have nice wavy hair and then they come in thinking that they have this expectation that oh well as soon as I cut the straight hair off that is what I'm going to have and I'm looking at her like baby that is this is not that and we can't do that but let me show you what you can do and I think it's just really managing the expectations and then also the whole hair typing thing it, why does it even matter? It doesn't. The only thing I can say about hair typing is if you're looking for somebody to be a hair goal, like a hair twin, and you kind of want to watch their journey to keep you inspired, then yes, hair type matters. You want to follow somebody that kind of has the same kind of curls that you have so that you just have that go-to. Oh my gosh, I want to cut, cut it. No, let me look up my girl because I know she's still growing. Let me see what she got going on. Okay, I can do this. Hair type does not define how you care for your hair. How your hair responds to products, how it responds to water, how it responds to your technique and your regimen, that is what matters to your hair. Not your small, teeny curls. But then you have the flip side. Most women are in corporate America. Mm -hmm. And they went to their interview with the straight hair. And for the first few years, they wore their straight hair. So then they kind of presented this persona that I have straight hair. And when they're ready to go back to their really curly hair, it's like, I don't want people to touch my hair. I don't want people to ask me, is that your hair? I don't want people to, you know, look at me differently. So then it's finding a way to show you that your hair texture, we can give it a different look or a different style based on what you have that makes it more... I don't want to say accepted because a lot of times it's just not accepted, but to make you feel more comfortable mm -hmm. and to also empower other women in your workplace who are also have the same struggle as you. So the hair typing thing, it's just one of those things that you kind of have to throw it out the window and don't even try to classify what, you're, what you have, honestly, because it'll hold you back. And it definitely have you with the unrealistic expectation on what you can achieve. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay, that's oh, I'm sorry. Huh? And you can have 50,000 million textures in your head. You could be anywhere <laughs> from a 3A to a 4C all on one head. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. You can't even really claim one texture. I can't claim one texture. I got three different things going up in here. I just try to blend it all and make it do what it do. Right, right. <laughs> all right, that's good stuff. Um, so now, as an entrepreneur, what has been one of your major struggles? Worth. Worth? How do you put a price on what you're worth? How do you stand tall and stand confident in what it is that you do and the knowledge it is that you possess when there is hair on YouTube University? Mm-hmm. How do you literally tell the client that every single thing that they learned in their YouTube class is absolutely 100% wrong for them and their hair? So for the longest time, it was so hard for me to charge what I was worth so that I could sustain myself because I don't do this for money. I do this because I love it. I do this because it's, it's what my purpose here on earth is, but I still got bills to pay your children to feed. Right. right. So that worth piece was the hardest for me. I would get to check out and I'd be so nervous about what the costs were. And then I will find, I will find myself taking $5 off here. $10 off there so that when I said the price, I'm kind of looking for the reaction. Mm-hmm. And then there were some women who will bully me. You want this for that? Um, I literally just spent three hours on your hair. And then I gave you so much education that if you don't even want to come back to me, you don't have to, because I gave you the tools to do it at home. That's priceless. Right. Right. So that was my biggest, biggest struggle. Um, knowing my work in the natural hair industry, one, two, feeling like it's okay to invest in myself because there's so many classes out here and when you see the price tag on them, whew, it make your heart race. Mm-hmm. Knowing that it's okay, like, girl, you're worth it. Girl, buy that class. I think you were the one who told me when I was telling you about the class, I'm like, I just don't know. It's so expensive. And the first thing you said, invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. So when I started looking at it that way, I'm like, of course I'm worth it. Of course I'm going to invest in myself. And then I think the third struggle was truly choosing natural hair only. That is how I wear my hair. That is me giving you my best self because I live that every single day. I live the days where I hate my hair. I live the days where I wish it was longer. I live the days where I wish it was a different texture. So truly honing in and only doing natural hair when you see everyone else around you doing straight hair or weaves and it's quicker for more money because natural hair is so intensive. So those three things were definitely the biggest struggles. My worth, investing in myself, and deciding that all I wanted to do was natural hair. Yeah, so the worth thing is so important um, because a lot of times I think women end up leaving business because they're not making enough money. Um, to either sustain themselves or to make everything that they're going through and, and managing their business worth it. And oftentimes it's because of price and they haven't figured out the right value um, exchange that needs to happen <laughs> in that transaction, right? And, right. you know, feeling like, well, if I charge this, then you know, people won't buy. The reality is that your right customer will pay that price. So you have to figure out who it is you're marketing to 
you know, who do you actually want to be your customer? So, right. you know, using your business as an example, the customer who only wants to pay $25 for a hairstyle is not the person you want as your customer. Right, right. So, um, and it's okay not to try to appeal to the masses. And it's actually better not to try to appeal to the masses because if you're, you know, speaking to everyone, you're speaking to no one, you know? Right, um, right. People, you know, you, you have to get clear on who it is you're serving and then know what that market will bear. Because the reality is, um, as people's values change, what they're willing to pay changes. So I can say, you know, maybe... 10 years ago, what, what I pay for my hair now, I would not have paid 10 years ago because my values were different. Right now, um, having someone do, do my hair well, <laughs> like hair care, hair care, not just making it look good, but hair care. And then um, the convenience. I don't want to do it myself. I, you know... <laughs> I don't want to do it myself. Girl, me <laughs> I, I really can't find anybody. No, right. I really don't want to be bothered. So it's like, hey, this is worth it to me. <laughs> um, and sometimes you have to help people make that decision. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And then the investing in yourself. Um, we as women and always invest in other people. And oftentimes our needs go unmet because of that. Um, and it really is a shift in mindset to begin to make investments in yourself. And sometimes that actually may mean that you have to pull back on investing in other people. So you either have the financial resources or the time and energy resources to do the investing in yourself. And that's not just with your professional development. That's with your self-care, with your health, your mental mental and emotional wellness, like all of that, all of that is important to then being able to, what your third point was, be your authentic self. To show up as you, ready to serve, and you're okay with those who are aligned with that, and you're okay with those who are not recognizing that you're not here for everybody. <laughs> right 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 and then that allows you to be totally fulfilled in what you're doing and hearing that you know i like i'm i'm seeing your face as we're doing this interview so i'm seeing your expressions and everything as you're talking about your work and it's for me as a as a coach it's refreshing to see you know women who are that excited about their work because you should be if it's your own business you Absolutely. need to be showing up, fired up every single day. And if you're not, there's something wrong. <laughs> there's something wrong. <laughs> yes, yes. So um, where, where do you see yourself in, let's say, five years? In five years... I will still be behind this chair because it is still my first love. But I also see myself more in the community because it's so much deeper than hair. So I see myself in five years really in the community, really going out and teaching 
mothers of biracial kids, how to care for their hair, really working with mothers who have kids on the um, spectrum, the autism spectrum, how to introduce them to hair care, teaching other stylists in the area how to really hone in on natural hair care. So I think in the next five years, just truly focusing on education, but not only education for natural hair care, but health. Because a lot of what goes on with your hair is because you simply aren't doing right. You eat McDonald's every day. You're not drinking enough water. You're on blood pressure medications that you could probably have changed, or you can change your diet to rid yourself of blood pressure. So definitely showing people that health and the state of your hair goes hand in hand, that the relationship that you have with your kid's hair and their self-image goes hand in hand. Yeah, I love the sound of that. Um, that the helping parents of children with autism. Um, that's really powerful. I don't think I've ever heard anyone mention anything about that or even recognizing that there might be a challenge, you know, for those children in taking care of their own hair, you know? It is it's a challenge with sensory issues. It's a challenge with anxiety. And the biggest challenge that I see is women are calling the salon for help. And the salon says, well, if they don't sit and they're going to cry, they can't come here. And they turn them away. And my thing is, why can't a little girl or even a little boy who have, you know, issues, why can't they experience salon? Why can't they experience the love and care of someone outside of their home or outside of their school, outside of their therapist? Mm -hmm. So here's the lesson that I want our audience to take from that. Um, differentiation, market differentiation, finding a way to stand out from the crowd of everyone else who does what you do, mm -hmm. right? And sometimes you got to think outside the box and be creative and really hone in on where there's a need that's not being met. So if you take nothing else away from this interview, ladies, <laughs> as you're listening in, you want to walk away with that lesson, okay? All right, so I want to make sure that our listeners know how to get in contact with you if they want to uh, either schedule an appointment or um, maybe even, you know, have you come and share uh, from your expertise with their audiences, you know, however they might want to connect with you. How can they do that? The best way to contact me is to email me at info at buhairstudio.com and B is spelled B-E-E -E, and then Y-O-U studio.com. So info at buhairstudio.com. And except for scheduling appointments, right? Except for scheduling appointments. <laughs> <laughs> if you How have questions, do use that. that. <laughs> How might they schedule an appointment? <laughs> you can go on my Instagram and click the book now button, which is buhairstudio underscore. That's me on Instagram. You can go on Facebook, Be You Hair Studio, and click the book now button. Or you can do the direct link, which, which is buhairstudio.as.me. So those are the three ways that you can book. It's always easiest just to go through the um, Facebook and click the link. And you'll also find my email button. Or just do buhairstudio.com. And you can also click the book appointment button there. And you can also click the email button there. And that's the um, easiest way to schedule. All right, great. 
So I have enjoyed our time together. I'm so glad yes. you were um, able to, to share <laughs> some time with us on a Saturday morning because, you know, we know what it's like in the salon on Saturday. <laughs> vacation today. Yes. So I came in just to talk to you this morning because I knew that I would enjoy our time and it really meant a lot to me for you to have me on here. So I really appreciate you actually making this possible for me. This is awesome. Yes. Awesome. 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 So thank you. Thank you for joining us for Women Who Launch and Lead with Dr. Sharita Weatherspoon. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode and leave your positive review so we can continue to bring you impactful and powerful content. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Coach Sharita. Learn more about how you can work with Dr. Sharita at SharitaWeatherspoon.com. As always, learn, launch, lead.